Welcome to another episode of Allen AF. Allen is fuck. You know what it means? The uncut, raw version of myself. Look, man, I want to thank everyone. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my podcast. Um, thank you for sharing my podcast. Thank you for telling other people about my podcast. Thank you for the people who actually sent money and subscribed. Thank you so much. Thank you. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you. I am so grateful. I'm grateful. I am so grateful, man, that you actually, you, you, it's your money. You actually decided, you know, I want to support this dude and send me some bread. Dude, bless you, man. God bless you. Thank you so much. I hope it comes back tenfold. Thank you so much, man. Wanted to say that. Now, this episode of Alan AF, we're going to talk about regrets because I got a few of them. I know y'all got some. Everybody has some regrets, man. We all do. Hey, we all do. Nobody's perfect. We've done something to someone, you know, that we regret. Whether it's hurting them, you know, some people stole from people, some people lied to people. You know, it may be a regret that you didn't beat somebody's ass. That's a regret as well. I should have beat his ass. That's a regret. I've been there. Oh, I've been there so many times. Oh, my God. I got that regret so many times. I didn't beat somebody's ass. <sighs> One of them. Since we're talking about beating ass, I started off right quick. <sighs> I regret not beating my contractor's ass. Oh, man, these damn contractors are the devil. They ain't shit. You hear me? Some bitches gonna come over, you know, give you a quote, do some of the work, ask for the money, you know, let me get some money, man. I gotta pay some of my workers. I gotta put some, I gotta pay supplies. I gotta buy supplies. That's what they say. I gotta buy supplies. That's what, that's one thing they say to get some more money. Yeah, we gotta buy supplies, materials, you know, so we can finish the job. And, um, you give them the money, then they just disappear on you. Then them some bitches just disappear. Them contractors, dude. I regret not beating their ass. Because I wanted to. I still do. But they contractors, though, they'll call the police on you. And then you get in deeper trouble than you already are. They kind of, you know, don't mind if you threaten them or, you know, push them or whatever. So they have a reason to, to leave. But the ones, the shitty, dirty ones, man. I regret not beating their ass. Edgar Alvarado, you son of a bitch. He's a painter. And don't ever, don't ever hire his punk ass. He's a painter and some bitch. But he gave me a price. We agreed upon a price. He started doing the work and he felt that he gave me a price that was too good. And, and, and he wanted to charge me extra. So he decided to disappear. After I paid him, he's supposed to come back. He's supposed to came back and just did the little cleanup stuff. You know what I mean? And I called somebody else in, and they was like, well, it's $1,500 for the stuff that he didn't do. So he left with $1,500 worth of work undone, and then he bounced. You know? So if you ever hire this painter in L.A. named Edgar Alvarado, 
don't hire him. He's shady as fuck. He's a piece of shit. He going to show up with his wife and his son. And um, he's, a, he's a piece of shit. I don't know too much about them. I'm not going to talk about my man's wife. But I should have fucked him up. Because he's a piece of shit. Sit right there and take, you know, I, you know we, we, we mess with you over, you know, some punk ass used to be. I ain't going to get into all of that, you know, but we got a recommendation from some, from some people. So we decided to mess with you and, you know, hired, I'm a, hired a minority because, you know, we minorities. We hired a minority. And this is how you play me, you son of a bitch. Fuck you. You know? Just wanted to say that from the bottom of my heart, Edgar. Fuck you. Seriously. Um, yeah. So if this if you see a painter dude and his name is Edgar, you know, Alvarado, then don't hire him. Trust me, don't hire that son of a bitch. Don't do it. Anyway, <clears throat> so I regret not beating his ass. Um I regret not cursing somebody out too. Sometimes, so a lot of times, a lot of times, I, you know, I was a bigger person. I've been a bigger person a lot. Yeah, I have. I've been a bigger person a lot, you know. And uh, being a bigger person, sometimes people take you for granted, and they test you. Some bitches test you, you know. So yeah, I've been tested, you know, because I'm the bigger person. Um, I remember when I was, I was. Well, my daughter, she was four. We was in Target. And um, old white lady, uh, we was, me and my daughter standing there looking at the product, reading the product. She said, oh, like, well, white lady was like, excuse me. Yelled loud that other people in Target looked like, what the hell? You know, so she got half of the store's attention. People looked like, what was going on down there? And I, I had my daughter's hand. I backed up a few steps, let the old bitch pass. And then I stepped up and I started looking for for my stuff again. And my daughter was looking at me. I could feel my face getting hot. She was, you know, looking at me on the side of my face. She's like, Daddy, why didn't you say nothing? You know, and I was like, um, I said, baby, that lady right there is old and ignorant. And it's unnecessary for me to say anything to that lady. You know, you know, you don't, um, you don't um, entertain ignorance. That's what I told my daughter. Then I went back to looking at the thing, and she was like, "Huh, mommy would have cursed her out." I said, "I know, I know. That's that's your mother." And I just went back to looking at the product. Um, I did the right thing. Because my daughter was right there. And I led by example. I showed my daughter how you treat ignorant people. But I wanted to spit in her hair. I was so damn mad, dude. I wanted to spit in this old bitch's hair. The fact that she yelled out like that, like like I wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. I was like, okay. And we wasn't, the killing part is we weren't even in the middle of the aisle. We were close to the product. She could have easily went behind me. You know? That's how she did me. That's how she played me, dude. I was so damn mad. Oh, I was so damn mad, dude. I was so mad. 
I wonder, yeah. So another thing I was mad about. Another thing I was mad about when uh <laughs> oh, oh. Man, I was mad about one one of my biggest regrets. One of my biggest regrets, man, is is I had a girlfriend and she was in love with me. I was in love with her too. And um, but I was young and she kept catching me cheating. Now I was acting like all these women out here lying on me. You know, that's what I was acting like. They, these women out here just lying on me. Ain't nobody cheating. And I saw her. She was crying and upset. Broke her heart many a times. And I stood there and I held her while she was crying. And I was like, I wish I could take this pain away. These girls out here lying on me. And she wanted to believe me. Part of her did believe me. She wanted to believe me so bad. And I was just, you know, like, I can't believe these women doing this like this got us up and breaking up our relationship. And um, she was she was sick, man. She was crying, and to sit right there and look at someone in the face who you supposed to love and and lie to them like that, because I denied it. I denied everything about it. I denied the truth. I denied. And I said, I told her, I said, I wish I can take your pain and make it mine. But I was the one hurting her. I was the one hurting her, dude. She was, we was living together. She was laying next to me every night. And I'm acting like these women in the streets are trying to break us up. And the whole time it was me. And I can't, you know, I don't want to make this an excuse, but I was young. I was really young. And I was wrong for what I did. And I, I hurt people. And that's not cool. I played with people's hearts. I played with your heart. And I want to apologize. I regret that. I regret that. I wish I would have just, I wish I would have just had to, had to enough sense to just break up with you. You know? Or just break up instead of cheat. Wish I had enough power to just, you know what, we, don't, we shouldn't be together right now. Because I'm a dog. And I, I want to be in these streets. I wish I had that much maturity when I was that young to do that. I would have said I wish I couldn't. I wish I wouldn't have cheated, but I know me, you know. And I knew I, you know, and, and cheating was, <sighs> regretfully, cheating was something I had to go through. It was something I had to go through. Because, um, I mean, I, I don't know the reason. I'm just saying. I'm just making up excuses for being an asshole, I guess. But, yeah, cheating, I, I, I did, you know, was cheating. And I was hurting people. And I regret that. I do. I seriously regret that. You know, even though she got her revenge and she cheated on me and I left the relationship, yeah, because I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. See, when 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 when, when the the difference, the reason I couldn't take it, because women like, men can't take, you know, their own medicine or whatever, which is true, ladies. The reason why we can't take our own medicine is because when a man cheats on his person, you know, his girl or whatever, 
Uh, we can cheat with someone we don't even care about. We can just go sleep with that lady laying by the dumpster and just go home. We don't give a damn that lady don't eat tonight. That sounds fucked up, but we can. You know, we detached. We can detach from, um, you know, sex. We detach feelings from sex. But women, you usually cheat. Women cheat, women cheat with people who they have a connection with, you know? I mean, some yeah, some women can go out and have a one-night stand and go on about their business and everything, never think about that, do it again. Yes. But usually in a relationship, when a woman steps out, she usually step out with someone that she has some kind of history with, you know, uh, or and some kind of emotion with this per this particular person, whether they're a coworker, um, the work husbands, they ain't worth a fuck. Uh, so it could be a work husband, it can be a friend, a friend of a cousin, uh, Amina. You know what I'm saying? Somebody they know, there's someone they have history with. Someone they have history with, an ex, you know, someone that they have history with. So, y'all, women actually cheat with people you like. And that's why men can't usually, we can't handle it because it's deeper than cheating. You know, I mean, it's deeper than a sexual act. You actually let this man into your life. You and this man have had conversation. He knows you know, he knows your dreams, your ambitions, what you like and dislike. He knows stuff about you. You told him secrets. That's what the problem That's, you know, that and he has been in your vagina. That's what we really hate, that he has been in your vagina. You know, you put your mouth on his dick. Um, you moaned for him. You came for him. You lied to us to be with him. Um, you burnt gas to go over his house or you spent an Uber to get over his house or you jumped, you know what I'm saying? It's the, you have, cause all kind of stuff go through a man's mind when he gets cheated on. Like I asked you for sex and you told me no on Tuesday, but did you tell him no? Huh? You know, shit like that go to our mind. And, you know, we think about stuff like, what did you do to him? Was you that, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't do this for me. Did you do that for him? You licked his ass too? Did he, did, did, you know, did you wear a condom? Did he come in you? Did you come? Did you, you know, oh my God, there's so many things, so many things, like, why men cannot handle, you know, getting cheated on. And sometimes, you know, because another thing, when a woman cheats, when a woman cheats, man, she could have, she can go out there and have just disgusting sex with someone else. And she having vanilla sex at home. You know, y'all do a missionary or, you know, doggy style or whatever. But when she go out and cheat, she getting choked, nigga spitting in her mouth. You know what I mean? Just disgusting and shit, you know, so... Yeah, she all sweaty. He's sweating on her. It's just nasty. She makes it worth it. A woman makes cheating worth it. You know, and that's why men can't handle that shit. Yes, so that's why we break up when we all cheat, ladies. Because we can't handle it. We can't handle it. Uh, the fact that you, the fact that 
Um, you let another man touch you. It's disgusting us. It is sick. It is. And I, I regret um one of my other regrets, man. And this one is a tough one, dude. Oh my god, this one is a tough one. I put my hands on a woman. I did. I put my hands on a woman, dude. And that's the biggest that's my biggest regret. I, I have I have issues with that still. This happened twenty five years ago. Pro no, longer than that. But I have I have issues with this, man, because I mean I was ra I was raised in an abusive household and I've seen violence. And when I got into my first relationship, I was the violent one. It's crazy because I was taught how to be violent. That's that's the that's what I learned from my parents. Well, from my father, I learned how to be in a relationship, and it's the violent. You got to be violent, and it was a taught experience because I saw him being violent, and I saw the abuse, and I protected my mother. I fought my father for my mother, and when I went down, when I got got to be an adult and started dating, I was in relationships acting like my father because he taught me how to be in a relationship. That's my biggest regret. That right there, that shit hurts for real. It still hurts. That's my biggest regret right there. I've, I've years after, um, you know, because once that happened and we broke up, we never got back together. Um, years later. I hit her up and I was, you know, I asked her for forgiveness then and she forgave me, but I didn't forgive myself. Years later, I told her I was sorry again. And she was like, oh boy, you know, like she's moved on past it. But I, I haven't. I just, I still, when I think about that, I still can't believe I did this shit, you know, and I am so sorry. I'm ashamed of of who I was and I will never be that person again. And I proved that I would never be that person again because I've been in this situation where I was hurt worse than I was when I did that. And all I did was walked away. Walked away from someone. Yeah. So I regret that. I really regret that, man. That's my biggest one. Regret. I also regret that uh, back in high school, I had this I had this teacher, and uh, I was supposed to do English teacher, and we were supposed to turn in a paper for uh, the final final exam. And what happened is the year before, this dude walked out. He was a senior. I was a junior the year before, and. He was like, oh, my God. He got like a B on the paper, his paper. And he was so happy. And he was so like, oh, man. And he gave me the paper. I didn't even know this dude. He gave me his exam. He was like, hey, man, next year you just turn this in for your final exam. So I was like, oh, shit, I held on to it the whole year. So when it came my turn, you know, my dumb ass gave 
Didn't even type it. Didn't even change anything. It was, I, I left it just like it was, like a dumbass, with the grade on it. And this girl who was sitting, she was a teacher's aide. She was sitting right next to the teacher. She was like, anybody who need their paper typed, give it to me, and I'll type it. And I walked up to her, and I handed her that paper, the essay, graded. And she looked at the essay, looked at the teacher, looked at the essay, looked at the teacher. Kept, she kept doing that until the teacher looked at her. She had a smirk on her face, too. I'll never forget it. And the teacher, she was like, uh-uh, whose is this? And she was like, Alan. And so she flunked, she failed. I failed the final exam because of that. Um, and I, I, you know, I act like I had a leg to stand on. I was got defensive. And, no, nah, you, you know, that's messed up and this and that and that and this. And she threw me out the class and I told her, I said, um, I mean, I threatened her. I threatened this black lady, my black teacher. Um, because of, I fucked up. So I turned, you know, I threatened her. I threatened a, a black lady who looks like my mother. I threatened this woman, man. I sat there and threatened this woman as if I was right. Even if I was right, I don't threaten an adult, a female adult at that. You don't do that. But I did that. One year later, I was leaving um, one of my brother's house and um, I saw her in the park working out. It was her and two other women her age. I pulled up and I called her name and she looked at me and she was a little nervous when she looked at me and I apologized to her, you know, but I can, I sense that she really didn't want my apology. She just wanted me to leave. So I jumped in the car and I left, but I, I mean, I apologized to her, but then I left and I, you know, but I felt bad behind it though, because it wasn't cool. That was not cool at all. You don't, you don't do that, man. I, I really, I really deserve my ass, my ass whooped for that one. You don't do that. So yeah, that was that's my regret too, man. You know, it's my you know regret too. We all have them, dude. We all have regrets. Um, one of my ass whooping regrets. Me and, my, me and my brother was fight, uh, arguing one time. I remember this shit. We was arguing, dude. I, every time I think about this, this shit, I want to hit him. I used to wear glasses, and I needed my glasses. Um, like, I couldn't see at all. I had the stigmatism, and my vision used to be horrible, so blurry. So we, me and my brother was hanging out all night, and um, he was married, and I was with one of the nights I was out cheating. And um, one of uh, so at night, you know, he was like, "Man, take me home." He lived way on the west side of Detroit. We was on the east side of Detroit. It was like five in the morning. I wasn't driving that far. You know, just early in the morning, late at night. We was hanging out all night. I wasn't driving all the way over there, so I was like, "Man, I'll take you in the morning." So I start driving to my house. He grabs the windshield, the, the steering wheel. So I stopped the car, pull over to the side. I put my 
glasses on the dashboard. Because, you know, we was about to fight. Or argue, and I didn't want him to try to suck a punch me with my glasses on, you know. So I put my glasses on the dashboard. He grabbed my glasses off the dashboard and threw them in the street, in the middle of the street. I was um, hurt because I was like, you took something that you know I needed, and you just threw them in the middle of the street. You know I needed glasses. Without me wearing glasses, I had headaches, man. I used to get severe headaches without me wearing glasses because my vision was that messed up. And you knew this because you my brother. And you took those glasses, something that I need. You took something I needed and threw it in the middle of the street like I wasn't shit to you. You threw that in the middle of the street, dude. Like, fuck you, dog. And I got out the car. I went over to get my glasses, man. They wasn't broke. I got back in my car. And I said, um, get out. The fuck out. So he got out the car, slammed my door, and I drove off. I regret not beating his ass because that was right that right there, you just show no respect. You show no respect for my stuff. None. You show no you show zero respect for my stuff. And that was dirty. You know? That was dirty. And I was oh man, I I, I <sighs> wanted to whoop his ass. I was young as hell, too. I wanted to be his ass. I was like 21, 22 when that shit happened. You know? Yeah. That was a regret. You know? And I can't just knock on somebody's door. Remember what you did? And jump on them now. You know? And you gotta, let, you gotta let shit go. But that was a regret, though. That was a regret. Oh, man. That was a regret. That. Mm-mm. That was a regret. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I had I had I've I've had a lot of um regrets, man. Some big, some little. You know, little ones was cool. Like I, it was this this time I was um one of my regrets I was delivering this pizza right. Oh, I was delivering. I used to work at Domino's. And I was I was delivering the pizza. This was years ago, and I delivered it to this um, girl's house, and she just got out the shower. She had on like a long shirt with um, you could see her, you know, no bra, no panties. You could see her nipples through a shirt, long shirt, and uh, hair was still wet. She was like, "Oh my god, hey, I'm so hungry. Come on in." So I stepped in the door, and. Um, she turned around, and she had the, the money was sitting on the table behind her. She turned around, you know, get the money, count the money. While she was counting the money, you saw the bottom of her booty cheeks, and you could see. Um. You can see, you know, the hair and stuff from the, from you know, her vagina or whatever. I'm not trying to get too graphic, but you can see the hair from the back, you know, 
She gave me a visual. That's what I'm trying to tell you. She gave me a nice visual. Like we was in a porno movie and I was delivering the pizza. She gave me a nice visual. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God. And she, you know, she turned around and said, how much do I owe you? I started to say nothing because you didn't pay me. But uh, I was like, oh, um, I, you know, she, I told her the price, whatever. She gave me a nice tip. And she was like, um, thank you. Um, what you about to do? Now, let me tell you something. I only delivered pizzas for about two months. I got fired from Stiller. Um, that's not one of my regrets. Stealing from that job was not one of my regrets because um, they wasn't paying nothing and the customers wasn't tipping. So I had to make some money some kind of way, so I started stealing. You know. So anyway, speaking of stealing, actually, since I brought it up, I stole from a couple, couple of jobs. I was working this one company. They rent cars. I'm not gonna tell you, man, but which company it is, you know, but they a big ass enterprise. And um <laughs> I worked for this company and I used to sit behind the counter. And this is before they got the you know, cash register. They had a little drawer uh where they just take the cash and put it in the, you know. You know that money when you go rent a car, they say, You want the insurance for twenty dollars? Well, that $20 insurance, some people gave them cash, and they just take that little cash and put them in a drawer and take the little cash and put them in a drawer. Uh, and I used to just sit there. I used to count it. Like, oh, that's not 20, 40, no, 60, 80. Mm. A lot of people getting insurance a day. So, and they used to leave the key right there on the door, right there in the drawer. They leave the key so anybody can go in there. So when everybody was gone, you know, they all run out and get cars. I go in that drawer, take a handful of bread, put it in my pocket, you know, sit back down, chill out. And uh, I do it before the bank run. Because, see, the thing is, no one knew how much money was in that, um, no one knew how much money was in that drawer. No one knew how much money they had in that drawer. So I would just, um, I do it right before the bank run. So... Sometimes I could take a couple of hundred. Sometimes I, you know, whatever I want to take. And right before they they went to the bank around any time between eleven and two, so I do it right before the bank run. You know, take the steal what I had to steal. You know, and then enjoy. I'm happy for the rest of the day. They two reasons I did this. A, they was paying eight dollars an hour. This is when I first moved out to L.A. L.A. expensive as hell, if you know anything about L.A. And they was paying $8 an hour. Another reason I did it is because I had an evaluation for a raise. And they decided the raise was only 50 cents. The raise was only 50 cents an hour. And they decided not to give it to me. They didn't want to give me a 50 cent an hour raise. So, okay, I, I, I create my own raise. So I made way more than the raise they would have given me. Actually, I made, I was making so much money, man. I didn't even need my check no more. I was, you know, I was coming up. That's not one of my regrets. 
if I can go back in time, I would have took. I would have taken more money. Filthy ass corporation making all that bread didn't want to pay pay their employees. I ain't have health insurance or nothing. Eat a dick. So, um, back to the girl. So she was like, "What you about to do?" Now, I have ordered a lot of pizza in my life, whole bunch of pizzas. Not one time did I ask the delivery person what they about to do. That's not something you ask a delivery person, what they about to do. You know? You don't ask a delivery person, what you about to do? So, she was flirting with me. I said, I got some more orders. And I left like a bitch. I left. I left this hot ass woman, fresh out the shower, with hard nipples and 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 uh, fuzzy pubic hair. I left. I could have had pussy and pizza, but I left like a punk. That's one of my regrets, man. Oh, another of my regrets. Ooh, I almost forgot about this. Oh my God. Man, it was this girl I used to be crazy about. She was so fine. All the drug dealers wanted her. Um, and we became cool because, you know, I was funny, silly, whatever, you know. So all the drug dealers wanted her, man. And she, you know, she wanted them too because of the money and the flash and the nice cars and stuff like that. But she wouldn't she wouldn't be my woman because she was like, You don't got drug dealer money. But I like you. So one night we talking on the phone and she was like, come over. It was about three in the morning. I was about 19. This is, I was in Detroit and it was a bad blizzard outside. Like no one was driving. My brother's car was in the driveway and he wasn't home, but his car was in the driveway. Or he was asleep. I think he was asleep. I was about to steal his car, man, and go over to this girl's house. But I was like, you know what? Nah, I can't do it. I, you know, I tried to act like I was uh, uh, being respectful. I was like, you know what? I do want to come see you, but I don't want to see you this way. You know, I want to make some old lame shit up. So she's like, oh, so you're not coming? I was like, not tonight. I, we can do it tonight. She's like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. She never asked me again. I tried to come over many times after that. She was like, no, uh-uh. Nope. I, you know, usually when, you know, when a girl get a little rejection, sometimes she wants you a little bit more. But she knew. It was like, nigga, I'm way out of your, I, well, she thought she was way out of my league. So she was like, I'm throwing you a bone and you didn't take it, nigga. I ain't mess with you. You you caught me weak that one time. You'll never catch me again. And I was so pissed, dude. I said, man, I should have risked my life and drove in a blizzard to go see this woman. She was that fine. I should have put my life on the line. You hear me? I should have. All I wanted was one time. You know, but we didn't do it. Never had, never happened. So fine. I remember her name, too. I'm not going to say it, though. So fine. Um, 
Yep. Another regret. I I um <laughs> Yeah, man, I have a had a lot of regrets, man. You know, some big, some small. You know, those are the last couple, of, you know, like not hooking up with girls. You know, that's not like a real regret. It's like, damn. But, the you know, the real regrets, man. <sighs> those some bitches, man. Gotta let them go. I don't know if y'all hear this or not, but we got somebody outside working on the, um, working on the outside. It's not the punk ass contractor, it's someone else. Actually, if there's any contractors, I'm mean, not contractors, painters. If there's any painters out there, man, hook hit me up, man. Cause I need to I need to get this um I need to get this done. I got this fence in the backyard I need painting. That can wait. But inside the house, man, it's a couple of things he didn't do with his punk ass. You know, this is I need this ceiling right here done, this wall over here done. Um, I could do it, but it'll look out of place. You know, it, it would look out of place. So, hit me up, man. I, I can't tell you where I live on here or the area because, you know, that's how people get killed, giving out their location on um, social media. Or podcast, I, I I would never do that. But yeah, that's how people get that's how people get hurt, and it's sad. Oh, that's so sad. So sad, man. That's why I, I, you got to stop. You can't you can't mess with um. Can't man. I'm so glad I'm married now, man. You don't mess with no young girls no more, because the young girls they like to take pictures of their food and post it. They do. They like to take pictures of their food and post it while you sitting in the restaurant trying to eat. And next thing you know, people going to run in there and do something, try to rob you because of what, you, what they saw you with on social media. Oh, my God. Only time people, the only time I post where I am is when I'm doing comedy. You know, L.A. been tripping so much, I don't even wear my jewelry no more. I haven't worn one of my watches. And at least, actually, before the pandemic, it's been about, it's been like before the pandemic, before I wore a watch. And I'm a watch man. I love watches, you know, but I'm not wearing nothing. Nope. Hell no. Nah. I ain't doing it, man, because people be sneaking up. They, they I don't know if you remember or not, but during the pandemic, they was out here getting people with their Rolexes on. Even in Beverly Hills, they was robbing people. You know, Beverly Hills got ghetto for a minute. You know what I realized the other day? I, you know, I have a two-year-old son, man. And um, his name is Madison. My son, his name is Madison. People be like, your son got a girl's name. No, he does not. The name Madison is a girl. Is a boy's name. It was originally a boy name. Look it up. Madison. It was named after someone... Extremely dear to my wife. That's why his name is Madison. Anyway, I think my son is a racist. He's two years old, man. He's two. He does not mess with white people. He don't. 
But he's when he see man with my son see white people, he be like, Oh, I'm good. Mm-mm. Nope. When he see black people and brown people, he crazy about them. He see a little black girl, he's like, Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, little Latin girl, he's all in her face. Little black girl, he's all in her face. Little white girl, mm-mm. White boys, no. They don't want nothing to do with white boys. White men, nope. He do not mess with white boys, white men, or white ladies. He don't mess with y'all. I'm serious. Whenever he sees somebody white, he grab my hand like, oh, they don't, they don't feel good. I think we should go. My son is not like white people. It's crazy. He don't like them. I don't know what y'all did to him in his previous life, but he don't want to mess with y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode of Alan AF. That's Alan as fuck. Um, and I appreciate you, man, the time you spend with me. You know, the subscription. I appreciate the, uh, the support. The love, the money, I appreciate it all, for real. Uh, do me a favor, man. Go to my Instagram because I need to get my numbers up so I can start hitting these comedy clubs and they can pay me what I'm worth. Um, I got to get my numbers up so that can happen. So please, man, go to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram and follow me on Instagram. And I have, I post them almost every day, funny-ass stand-up clips. It's, you know... Post a funny ass clips. If one won't get you, the next one will. Funny ass Instagram clips I post. I mean, when I say, I mean stand up clips. Funny ass stand up clips I post. So go to my Instagram. It's really easy. It's my initials A C as in cat. Well, Alan Cunningham. A C the comedian. That's my Instagram. It's at AC the comedian. Um, yes, go on my Instagram, man. Follow me, and um, whenever I'm in your city, man, hit me up, DM me, and say, listen, I'm not listening to your podcast, man. This and that, that and this. Tell me your favorite episode, and I see can I get you some discounted tickets when I'm in your city, so you can come see me perform, and you know you get jokes. Because a lot of these things I talk about the podcast, I talk about on my podcast is the um, drama behind the jokes. You know what I mean? It's 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 a lot of these things are, you know, because a lot of my jokes come from real life, they come from stuff that I've been through. So you're getting the the before it's funny stuff. This is how I I, I create as a comedian. You know, it's a serious side of me. So you're getting the before, the funny stuff. So go to my Instagram and follow me. AC the Comedian. I post funny stand-up clips almost daily. Um, if one don't get you to laugh, the next one will. And I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you, man, for listening. You know, support me. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the money. I appreciate the relationships I'm creating. I appreciate you um, going back and forth, entertaining. Um, not entertaining, what I'm trying to say. Uh, interacting with my podcast. I appreciate that, man. I do. 
I promise you I appreciate it. I'm grateful. Thank you for the support, man. Make sure you go to my podcast. I mean, make sure you go to my Instagram. Subscribe. Follow me on my Instagram. Um, keep in touch with me. I will send you. I mean, you can see funny-ass stand-up clips on my Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to, once again, Alan AF. That's Alan as fuck. And I'm out of here. There it is.